Walsh has got it, twigging around. Gee, the tackle was a little high. Collingwood win by four. McComb not quite. Gorn hopeful. Now Jamari Ugalhagen kicks it long. It's got a lot of carry. That's something extraordinary. It's a high five from Jamari. Glory. Just coming back. Hey guys and welcome to the 17th edition of the Insane Show. Today we're going to have a look at my round 1 AFL season predictions and also going to have a review of the Tim Zoo vs Tony Harrison fight card which happened last Sunday. The first match of the AFL season is Carlton facing Richmond on Thursday night at the MCG and it's set to be an absolute blockbuster. I've got Richmond winning by 5 points. I think Richmond just get over Michael Voss's hype train. And Carlton had their opportunity to get into the top eight and be that that team to maybe make it to a prelim or make it to a grand final last year. I think their little window of success is over. And I think people know how they're playing. I think Richmond are going to shut down Mackay and Kerno. Um, they brought in some midfield guns in the likes of Tim Taranto and Jacob Hopper. I reckon they're going to help Richmond out a lot tonight. Um and get Richmond the win. Carlton have Lockie Cowan and Ollie Hollands debuting. Um, we'll see how they go. Hopefully, it'll be a big uh, eye-opening experience for them because, look, it's probably one of the biggest matches of the season, Carlton against Richmond. Start of the season, a packed MCG, and I reckon it's going to be a great match, and I think Richmond are going to get the win. Um, I reckon we'll get up by about two goals or so, I think we're just better. Uh, we brought in the likes of Bobby Hill, Billy Frampton, Dan Nick State. We, we are a really strong team. And um, I think we're not going to let them beat us twice at the G. And uh, we want to stop their success um, of winning the grand final. And look, I don't think they're that good this year. I reckon they're going to do well, but they're not that good as they were last year. No Joel Salwood, no Tom Hawkins for the first match. I think they're going to be relying a lot on Jeremy Cameron and Dangerfield. Their back line's really strong, and I think we can still get over it. Um, but I think the Pies are going to gonna get their revenge over the Geelong Cats at the G, and um, I reckon we'll get up, and it'll be a great match, another great match to start off the season. The first match on Saturday is the North Melbourne Kangaroos hosting the West Coast Eagles. I think it's going to be a great game, and I think this is the game where North Melbourne get their season off and get some wins and not sit on the bottom of the ladder. They've brought in the likes of Harry Sheasel, Griffin Logue, Darcy Tucker, fair few draftees, and they're being led by great coach Alistair Clarkson. I think this is the year where they pick it up a notch and get off the bottom, and I think they're going to win uh, in the first round by 20 points. Other side of the contest is the West Coast Eagles. I don't think they're that good this year. Their list is nowhere near as good as they were in the years before. 
Um, I think they're going to struggle and I think they're going to finish last on the ladder. But I think we're going to see North pick it up a notch and I think Clarkson is going to add a lot to this side and and give them that bit of inspiration and hope that they, I think they all need and um, it will step them up a bit and I think North Melbourne will get the job done on Saturday. The next match on Saturday will be Port Adelaide hosting the Brisbane Lions and this is going to be another good match where I think all round one matches are great this year. They're all going to have a great contest between both the sides and they're all tough to call. So I've got Brisbane winning at Adelaide Oval. Brisbane have got a great side this year. They bring in the likes of Will Ashcroft, Jack Gunston, Josh Dunkley, so many more as well. Their, their side is just so good. Making the prelim last year, I reckon they can make a grand final this year. They've just got a lot of squad depth and the way they play, especially at the Gabba, is going to precede them to go extremely well this year. But I also think um, they'll, they'll win round one. I reckon they get the job done by 20 points and I think Port are going to have an alright season this year but uh, round one they're going to have a lot of support but I don't think they're going to be anywhere near the level of the Brisbane Lions and I think the Lions will get the job done and get the win on Saturday. The first Saturday night match of round one will be the Melbourne Demons hosting the Western Bulldogs. Again this is going to be another cracker match and it's on prime time on Saturday night with everyone watching, I reckon the D's will get up and they'll win by a goal or two. Uh, especially this match, I don't think they come in with a lot of confidence, with a lot of injuries. Um, it, it's going to take a real toll to them. But when they get some of their players back, I think they're going to take that step up and be a top four side again. They brought in the likes of Brody Grundy, a couple Western Bulldogs players. Brody Grundy, I think, is going to help him out a lot and the, his game style will suit perfectly with the Melbourne game style and uh, he's going to be a real threat for them um, and will help them win on Saturday night. But the Western Bulldogs, they're not that strong this year. They lost a couple players, but they've brought in a fair few as well. they brought in Rory Lobb and they're looking to be that tall side this year. Um, I don't think they're going to be in the top eight this year, but I think they're going to have a pretty good year, maybe finish top 10 or maybe 11th, just in that middle range of the sector. But for round one, I've got the winners as Melbourne. The other Saturday night match will be the Gold Coast Suns hosting the Sydney Swans. And I think the Suns will win this game and they'll win by 20 points. And I think they'll get the job done comfortably. They'll look like a really good squad this year. Tuke Miller is confirmed to play and it's going to help the Suns out a lot. And hopefully get their progression into the finals kicked off round one. I don't think the Swans are going to still recover from that uh, grand final defeat. They've got a young squad and losing a grand final and losing that heavily, having all the spark around the Geelong Cats side, it's going to take a toll to some of the players, I think. And I, I think the Suns will get their first win of the season in round one. Last year when these two teams face each other in Gold Coast, Gold Coast got the job done. So I think the, Su the Suns are going to get the win and the Swans are going to start their season off pretty slowly. The first Sunday match of round one will be the GWS Giants hosting the Adelaide Crows. This is going to be a, a predicted low of the table clash. I think the GWS Giants get up here and they win by two, three goals um, and they get the job done comfortably. But 
the Giants are looking for a rebuild. They've got a new coach of Adam Kingsley coming from Richmond. They've brought in new leadership in Toby Green, and they're looking for that fresh start. And I think that fresh start is going to kick them off straight away in uh, round one, and it's going to be one of the games that they can win. They were so accustomed to that spotless stadium ground, and I think they're going to drive the Adelaide players nuts and get the job done. But Adelaide on the other side, they're not predicted to do too well this year, but I think they'll do okay, okay-ish. They've brought in Isaac Rankin, and I think he's going to dominate that midfield for them and be that star man for them. Um, but in round one, I've got the Giants winning by two or three goals. The Sunday primetime match, 3.20 at the MCG, will be Hawthorne against Essendon. It's the All-Melbourne Clash, and it's going to be a very, very interesting game. I think Essendon will get the job done. Essendon have got new coach Brad Scott, and I think he's going to bring in a new strategy and a new game sense to the Essendon side, and something that we haven't seen from Essendon in a while. Um, I think Hawthorne are going to struggle this year. They've got a really, really young squad, and they need players like Jai Newcomb to step up so much for them. I know Cam McKenzie will be debuting for them, but they've lost the likes of Tom Mitchell and Jago Mira, players that run that midfield at Hawthorne, and I think Sam Smith is looking for a really, really fresh start, and I think Essendon, uh, they're just going to be better. And um, they're just going to get the job done on the day. And I think Essendon will get, get the win by 30 points at the MCG. The last match of round one will be St Kilda hosting Fremantle at Marvel on Sunday at 4.40. And I think this is going to be a walkover for Frio. They've brought in the likes of Jago Mira. And I think his input into the side is going to carry them and, and be really vital and fundamental for them especially in their midfield and their midfield's going to be dangerous this year I think and and I think they'll get the job done by probably 30 or 40 points St Kilda they're all right this year they're not that good some people reckon they're going to do so well some people reckon they're going to do terribly they've brought in Ross Lyon as their new coach and I think um his input and his um introduction to the side's not going to help him that much uh, I think people are going to know the footy he's going to play as he's done previously with St Kilda. Um, but I, I think Freeman will get the job done and they'll get the win and kick their season off with a bang. But that wraps up all my AFL Round 1 predictions. So thank you for listening to the In The Sand Show. I'll catch you after the break. to Radio Karam. Don't worry about a thing Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright Don't worry 
about a thing Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright If you got a tummy ache Or you don't feel right Or if you have a nasty rash Keeping you up at night Don't worry, don't worry. About a thing Don't worry Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright Come on, Freddy's Kitchen in Station Street for a coffee and something nice to eat. Yeah, the pizzas are great. In fact, all the food rates down at Freddy's Caram Caram Station Street. Come on, come on, come on, down at Freddy's now. Come on, come on, come on, down at Freddy's now. It's a pizza. It's a mystic pizza. Hi, I'm Josie from Space Folk, and when I want to stay groovy, I listen to Radio Caram. Hey there, this is Dean Wareham from Galaxy 500. Tune in to my friend Tor Larson's psychedelic show, Sunrise on Super 8. That's Saturday mornings from 9 to midday on Radio Carom, local community radio. Welcome well, back to the Insane Show. And now we're going to have a look at some of my AFL 2023 special predictions for the 2023 season. For my Brownlow medalist, I've got Jordan Dugowie. This might be a bit biased as I'm a Collingwood supporter, but I reckon he's just going to have a breakout year. Uh, we saw him last night playing against Geelong. He was brilliant. Um, kicked three goals and one that I reckon is going to have a really, really good season. And one behind him, I think, that's also going to have a good season and um, maybe could be a bit robbed or um, unpredicted as a Brownlow favourite, I've got Nick Dacos. Uh, last night, 35 disposals as a second-year player in round one. He's just brilliant. Um, I think it, it could be either Jordan Dugowie or Nick Dacos, but I'm backing Dugowie. I think he's going to star in some of the, our bigger games against like Richmond and Carlton and all those teams that are really going to give us a run for our money. I think Jordan Dugowie is going to get in the Brownlow. Um, and have a great year and hopefully get the Pies a premiership. Next on the AFL special predictions list is the Coleman medalist. I think it's going to be Tom Lynch. I think Richmond are going to have a great year. And he's already kicked three goals in his first match against Carlton. I think he's just going to have another good year and I think he's going to take it to that next level. He's always a player that can kick more goals than he normally does as uh, he's not too accurate in front of goal. But I still think he's going to have a good year in front of goal. And I think he's going to take home the Coleman medalist and um, potentially push Richmond into that finals position. 
for my rising star of the 2023 AFL season, I'm going to go for Harry Sheasel. He had a wicked year last year for Sandham in the NAB League. He killed, he kicked so many goals, and he looked like a player um, that is AFL caliber level. Uh, just just a year before playing AFL, he also starred for Vic Metro, and I think he can take all of this into uh, playing for the Kangaroos. And he's led by Alistair Clarkson, who I think is going to make him a great player. He's got some great players around him, like Nick Larkey, and I think he's going to be that hitman for them in the 2023 season. And I think North are going to have a real bad year. I think they can come around 15th or 14th. They've got the players, they've got the coach, and I think they're going to develop. And with Clarkson, his influence on the side is going to be real beneficial. He's led some of the best teams out there in the AFL, and I think North can definitely use his talent and um, everything he's got to make him into a better side. But Harry Sheasel, I think he's going to take some big marks. I think he's going to take some big goals and think he's going to get North off the bottom of that ladder. Next, we're going to have a look at who I've got for the AFL Premiership this year. I've got Collingwood to win it all and win the flag for the 2023 season. I think it's just Craig McRae's second year as a Collingwood coach, and I think he's taken the Pies to a whole new level, something that we haven't seen before at, at all as a Collingwood supporter. We're used to the Buckley down the wing, and um, we've only got to, a, got to a grand final, and haven't really got a lot of success, but now I think it's the year, and I think it's the year where Collingwood are going to get that flag. We've brought in some players like Billy Frampton, Dan McStay, Bobby Hill, uh, some, many more, and I think I think we're just going to have a real good year. We played against Geelong on Friday night, and we just turned it up. First three quarters was all right. We stayed with them, uh, and then the last quarter, we just went bang. Even with the loss of Jeremy Howe, we defended with our lives, and I think we're still going to be a great, great side. I think our game style is something that has taken it to a next level with Collingwood. Something that we haven't seen with Buckley, we're used to playing the same footy week in, week out, and I think Craig McRae's brought in a new game style and a new game sense. Um, we saw last night against Geelong, we played with like four different styles of footy. It was really good. Uh, especially in that last quarter, the way we came out and the way we played real hungry, we wanted the ball and we wanted to kick goals. It's the way that uh, I think every Collingwood supporter wants us to play. I think that's what's going to win us the premiership this year. I think we're going to be that team, but nobody can predict what we're going to do. So that's why I'm back in the pies to win the flag this year. And for the Norm Smith medal, one player who I think is going to just, again, have another breakout year and lead the Pies still as a real young player is Nick Dacos and I think he'll take out the Norm Smith medal in the grand final for the Pies but that wraps up all my AFL special predictions for the 2023 season so thank you for listening to the In The Sand Show I'll catch you after the break Don't worry about a thing Cause Atticus Health will make, make you feel alright Don't worry about a thing Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright
If you got a tummy ache Or you don't feel right Or if you have a nasty rash Keeping you up at night Don't worry Don't worry About a thing Don't worry Cause Atticus Health Will make you feel alright Hi, I'm Josie from Space Folk, and when I want to stay groovy, I listen to Radio Caram. If you're the caraway, just call Mitchell Tall. Or in Patterson Lace, just call Mitchell Tall. Anywhere Bayside, just call Mitchell Tall. Buy a cellar house, just call Mitchell Tall. Mitchell Tall. Tall, tall. Real estate. Oh yeah, little real estate. We want more. <laughs> Don't worry about a thing Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright Don't worry about a thing Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright If you got a tummy ache or you don't feel right Oh, or you have a nasty rash Keeping you up at night Don't worry, don't worry About a thing Don't worry Cause Atticus Health Will make you feel alright Welcome back to the Insane Show And now we've shifted our attention to boxing news Last Sunday it was the Tim Zoo vs Tony Harrison fight card and on that card was somebody that we interviewed on the show a couple weeks ago. It was Isaac Hardman. He faced Rowan Murdoch for the IBF Australasian Super Middleweight title. And it was a brilliant fight. This fight went back and forward. And Rowan Murdoch came out real strong after a year absence or so of boxing. And he came out looking to win that fight. And he won the first probably four or three rounds. But then Hardman came back firing 
And um, he did a great job to get that fight back. And he really gave it to Murdoch. And I think Hardman won that fight. But it went to went to split decision. It was 10 rounds. It went to split decision. And they gave the win to Rowan Murdoch. Unfortunately, Isaac didn't get the win. But I thought he did enough to get the win. I'm sure he's going to come back and get, get wins under his belt. Because he fought great. And I think he deserved that win. The main fight... On the card was Tim Zhu coming up against Tony Harrison for the interim WBO Junior Middleweight Championship. Tim Zhu vowed that he drowned out Tony Harrison in the ninth round, and he did just that. Zhu cranked out several unanswered right uppercuts and dropped Harrison with a right hook to the temple to get a ninth round TKO and win the interim WBO middleweight championship at Kudos Bank Arena in Sydney last Sunday. Zhu said that he's going to drown him out in the later rounds and many people said that he's going to win those later rounds because Tony Harrison's going to get a bit gassed out. Zhu controlled the fight and really shut up Tony Harrison because Tony Harrison was talking a lot of smack saying that he hasn't fought anyone that good um, in his career but next to Tim Zhu will be the the actual WBO junior middleweight champion, Jamal Charles, and I think he destroys him. No matter where it is, I think Tim Zhu will definitely beat Jamal Charlo. But that wraps up all the news from this week. So thank you for listening to the In The Sand Show. I'll catch you next week. Walsh has got it, twigging around. Gee, the tempo was a little Home not quite. Gorn hopeful. Now Jamari Ugalhagen kicks it long. It's got a lot of carry. That's something extraordinary. It's a high five from Jamari. Glory. Just coming back. And got there. The Saints at the end. Pendleby can go over the top. Ginnivan's there. Elliott's there as well. It kicks out the back.